This is a Burn FM podcast. Hello guys and welcome back to The Took Shop. Uh, this is episode 6 of the podcast in which we're reacting to episode 5 of Drag Race UK. We really should have labelled that Meet the Queens episode differently because that's just confusing <laughs> me every single week. Um, but yes, the first episode back for the Queens after the lockdown. So quite a lot of things happened this week that we need to discuss. So as always, I'm Dylan. I'm Kat. And 99% of the acts in London sing live. I'm Charlie Hydes. <laughs> and welcome to the Top Shop. A red wig and a silver dress? I don't think. You're listening to the Tuck Shop. Okay, so this episode, straight into it, begins with the alarm going off, a set of very confused queens, and RuPaul telling them, Miss Rona is here. Miss Rona is here, she is queer, and filming it has to stop, please go home. Yeah, go home. Um, (laughs) So, yeah, I mean, we knew that it was coming at some point in the series, so it's like not that surprising, but it's pretty just crazy that it's happened in a series. Do you know what I find funny? No. I think I went first. Yeah, Kat, you on talking. <laughs> we'll edit around this. Kat, you... I think the thing that surprised me was that it was seven months. Mm. Seven whole months of just like limbo. That must have been really scary for the queens and they probably forgot how to do drag. They probably repressed all those traumatic memories of the first half of the season and have just decided to... I don't know, it's just crazy. It's seven months is such a long time. Especially because some of them couldn't work for that whole time. Like Lawrence and, Lawrence Ellie, and Ellie couldn't do any drag work in that whole seven months. That's, look, um, well, Ellie was working in the drive-thru, wasn't she? Yeah, back in the drive-thru. And her and said. her family were actually evicted from their house. They were, she had to apply um, uh, that she was homeless. Yeah, so, I mean, the Queen's in Lockdown episode illuminates a lot of what they went through in that inter-period. Yeah, definitely suggest you all go watch that. We won't really be discussing it too much in but the episode. Worth but it's yeah, worth watching. Yeah, definitely. It's, it's, I think it's the rawest and most accurate account of lockdown that I've seen represented in the media. I think what it did show is that that period in between was not some mental time for them all to be like focusing on improving their drag and being the best versions they of themselves like the they can be. They didn't have the chance to thrive and grow in those seven months. They mainly were just trying home. to survive in very difficult financial like everyone was. circumstances as well. Yeah. The one thing I do find funny is, obviously, when they filmed that first little reaction to RuPaul, like telling them to go home it wasn't real no obviously that was superimposed onto the television at a later date so they all probably just had to like stare at the tv and go what what's happening and then just uh, like they got an intern to walk in and just explain the scenario just like pretend to look shocked at the yeah. tv for a minute and, and taste then... is the queen of reaction shocks yeah every time just what what's going on here who me like the this gumption the cheek the nerve the gall the audacity and the gumption so anyway, we've condensed seven minutes, seven months. We've condensed seven months into about two the, minutes. Nine seconds of content. <laughs> <laughs> because let's get back to the actual show. And we have. Um, so we queens. get a whole load of new entrances again. So <laughs> some of them are completely new people. No, no, not new people, just new faces. They are faces. 70%. And obviously, Ahura, I'm sure she's had a bit of like this and that here and there but she just walks in blazer little 
booty, <laughs> full gay, like ham- walking her handbag like a dog. It's just so gay. Just I love her. She is. She is so funny. She is such good television. She is. Honestly, I want to win. Uh, sister, si- you say new faces. Sister, sister was a whole new person. She was new face, uh, new teeth. I was afraid. New- energy like she came in all like peppy that's not what we'd seen from sister no, sister that, so far i think she tweeted yeah. um saying yeah, it's difficult that. to watch herself kind of be this low energy person mm-hmm. the first half of the season so therefore comma i'm excited to see the new sister sister even though every time she smiles i am scared out of my skin there needs to be like a jump scare warning it's sort of like a jack-in-the-box head the teeth are a bit <laughs> wide for her mouth as yeah, well right no, it's almost, do you remember Cheryl when like they they almost just kept slipping out every time <laughs> like like sister sister could be talking every now and then she goes sorry my veneer slips like it's just <laughs> yeah but um oh who else walked in with a bit of summit summit uh Bimini Bimini she's got new cheeks yeah <laughs> Bimini's got new cheeks new lips and, new, and a bit of Botox this is just a uh, plastic surgery review this is what all, this all... cherry valentine did it all for them yeah. <laughs> a little side hustle yeah at least we know cherry's making bank during this <laughs> during the pandemic <laughs> cherry could have fully done it for them as well yeah literally, i point. bet she did yeah. i bet she, i would literally <laughs> money on the fact that all of that was done by cherry valentine yeah uh, and it was also funny to see them try and replicate their old haircuts yeah for like <laughs> some were closer outfits. than others continuity bimini's was like close but not quite there <laughs> Like she she's got a new conditioner definitely in the in the seven months and you could tell when she came back. I'm just really excited for Sister Sister to walk down in a horror's runway looks every episode <laughs> and be like, mm, well, you, you didn't invent just scream, this is my art. <laughs> well, I look beautiful. <laughs> do not question me. We'll come to that. We'll uh. definitely come to that. <laughs> Drew walks in and explains that Veronica will not be returning to the competition. <laughs> dead, it's dead. <laughs> um, and explains Veronica has tested positive for coronavirus and will not be returning to the competition. Jokes aside, that is genuinely She was a front runner for me. Exactly. She was, she was, she was up doing, there. She was yeah. doing so well. She had a win in the bag. She was also good television. She was calling people out. She was stirring. She the pot wanted it. She was hungry. Yeah. I am genuinely gutted for Veronica. It's and considering what she went through over lockdown as well, she was really depressed and stuff. To then get that the thing she was probably looking forward to coming back yeah. to the competition, that was taken but also, away from her. Season three. Yeah, Look she out. is a big, space. a big contender for and now, season three of this show. Even though she's not exactly going to be able to tour like the same in the same way that maybe season one queens would after their season, she's still able to like make a bit of money through social media, through cameos, through like I'm sure she's got the platform. And now. I'm sure by the time the next season films, she'll be able to like do a few tours and make a bit of money for a few good costumes. And also, most queens that have been on two regular seasons tend to do pretty well for Banji, themselves. Banji, Eureka, Shangela. But it, it really only makes sense for them to bring someone back for them to then go the whole way. Yeah, that's yeah. true. Yeah, so I'm, I but mean... Never, I, we've never had one actually win yet, though, so Veronica might break the curse. I was, I was sad to lose Veronica, but she will be... A force to be bloody reckoned with when she Definitely, absolutely. I'm a force to be reckoned with. I'm a stallion, baby. I'm a stallion, baby. That was actually terrifying. That was like the twins from The Shining. <laughs> You're looking at me and saying that. <laughs> okay. Um, so, 
Veronica's gone, so they decide, okay, we need to bring another queen back. So Ginny's not allowed back. No. Um, wait, to be fair, I, I don't think Ginny would have wanted to come back. I reckon she was asked. No. Do you? No, I, I don't think she was asked. Th- this feels RuPaul, like... RuPaul yeah. seemed to make That's it very, true. very clear that she's not coming back. Yeah, RuPaul was very... She took herself out of the competition. She's not coming back. And that's fair enough, Ru. Yeah, she would have said no anyway. Yeah. um, She probably said something about the tenacity of the human spirit and moved on. (laughs) (laughs) So we have Joe Black. No, 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 we don't. We have three furries walking into the workroom. Some furries arrive. Sister, sister's taking the bandages off and the furries are here. (laughs) Um, And yeah. So we've got Joe Black... Astina and Cherry Valentine and what I hoped was that it'd be a little challenge to come back because I always liked what that. I, okay, what I wanted for this episode was they all had to pair up yeah. before these three came in Okay, and then they each got to add one of these three to their duo to make a trio so then we'd have three performances each with a new one of the queens mm-hmm. to like bring, and then the winner like the girl group challenge that wins that queen gets to then come back. It's sort of a last minute yeah, thing, wasn't it? Yeah, they weren't able to prepare for it in the same way. Yeah, so that makes sense. Um, uh, immediately, I feel like most viewers wanted one particular person to come back. Who did we all want to come back? I wanted Joe Black, but I actually wouldn't have ma- I wanted minded. To see- I would have minded any of them. I wanted us to You, wanted us- to you didn't back. want Joe Black. You, you didn't did. want Joe back. Joe Black Black. You didn't want Joe Black back. I like Joe Black. Jack Black. However, I think... In terms of competition, with the considering the fact that of the three of them, Astina had a win mm-hmm. and was already like doing well before she left, I would have liked to see Astina back. Yeah, um, I wanted Joe Black to come back just because of that robbery in week one. That, we, yeah, we had a few of the East London queens voting for Astina though. But yeah, Cherry, so got no Cherry got no votes. I felt really which bad is a shame. After, especially after doing all the sister sisters' work, you she could at least lend her a vote. But what matters is is that Joe Black won the vote and returned to the competition. His now, camp witch is back. Yeah, I was excited about that. Glenn Close, no cigar. <laughs> no yeah. cigar. Cigar. We'll get on. Cigar. We'll get onto that one as well. Um, but what that meant was that Joe Black and uh, as the winner of last week's challenge, Lawrence. Are the team captains? Are the team captains to choose a band for Ruru Vision? That honestly, Ruru Vision is one of the funniest puns I've ever seen on Drag Race ever. <laughs> I don't know why, but I was howling. Yeah. Every time I came up on the screen, Ruru Vision, it just sounds so funny. <laughs> and also the fact that Graham Norton's there, or Graham Norton, as they all call him. Yeah. So Lawrence goes for the stronger queens in the competition so far. Whereas Joe, who hasn't actually seen much of the competition, goes for the queens that she thinks would be better suited to a Eurovision challenge. Yeah. And that actually struck me as the more sensible way of doing it at the time. It didn't work out that well. But she went for Tia, Ellie, and Sister. Yeah. And I was like, okay, actually, that, that is a clever strategy. The thing, the How thing, wrong was I, but yeah, still. The thing is, I looked at Lawrence's team and i they were all the queens that so far I've really enjoyed in the competition. Lawrence's team in my top four. Who, who well, are, yeah. yeah, Lawrence's team is my top four. I should have realised that, that um, Lawrence's strategy was better. But just for some reason, I really believed what Joe Black was saying at the time of, mm. these are the camper ones, we're going to sell Eurovision. Mm. Right, okay, so they go over to their corners and uh, the two teams, they've got to choose a name. Now... Last season, Frock Destroyers, um, 
they had some stay in power afterwards. Yeah, I've actually forgotten what the other group was called. It was um, Filth Harmony. Filth Harmony. That's quite good. Again, I didn't like United Kingdoms. <laughs> the but, name? Yeah. I liked Banana Drama, the name. Again, for some reason, before it went into it, I thought that Banana Drama were going to be the good ones. So did I. And I just hold my hands up. I was being stupid this episode, but... I thought, until watching it back, I thought Ahura did really bad, but then watching it back, she actually did really well. Because I think she played to her strengths. She played a character and it worked. Maybe not as good names as season one. Um, I didn't like United King does, but they're all right. Because Ahura said it and Lawrence was like, I really like that. And I thought she was being sarcastic. <laughs> I think no, everybody did I really at like the time. That. That's, really I like that. re- no, actually, that's really good. No, that's amazing. <laughs> I was like dropping at the mouth of the like, name. Yeah. At this point, I thought like there's not going to be another frock destroyers. And it, but I did find it funny, like tea well. or coffee, almost jabbing at the uh, at Lawrence a bit. Like, what's Lawrence going to do when like the three of them all pull out I bikinis? That was harsh. <laughs> no, was it was mean. funny. It was funny. I thought that was me. It was. Tia can't dress herself. So I don't know what she's talking. She got to worry about herself. <laughs> you, f- you, f- you, f- you, and f- you. I'm worried about her. What is that about? Okay, so rehearsals. Did it? Anything in particular happen in rehearsals? Taste is no. choreography, and then it was who choreographed the um, banana drama? It was, a mix it was of Ellie. Ellie. No, banana no. drama. Oh. It was Ellie and Tia. They um, didn't do a very good job. Yeah, because they both disagreed on what they wanted. So Tia wanted to keep it simple for everyone, which, again, at the time, I thought that's the right approach. Whereas Ellie wanted it to build and build and build and build. And but I was like. But it didn't go anywhere. After the first, like, UK hum with a little thumbs up. Like, they kept doing it. I was like, ha, no. It's, it's another case but is of... is not very Eurovision? But Eurovision's like... like a, Who said it was like Butlins? Because no. they were correct. Yeah. It was It was another case of I was wrong again. I was like, no, Tia's right. They, they need to keep it simple, keep it accessible for all the members. I, but at the and... time, I was just thinking this is Ellie wanting... Think, seeing this an opportunity to show her strength if she's like a dance, like, full power, like, sort of... Like, yeah. high-energy dancing yeah. queen, like, death drops and that. United Kingdoms had equally a simple choreography, but it was just better. Yeah. It wasn't like... It was still, like, cheesy, but it wasn't, like, Butlins, like, doing the little disco moves and stuff. I just thought it was really boring. And they, did, they just kind of all stood in the line and faced the front and twirled their arms. Whereas Banana Drama had, I don't know, levels. They bent over and smacked their, their bums. Yeah, how did their rehearsal go um, with United King Dolls? You're, Taste... getting, you're getting them confused. You're, it... You keep calling Banana Drama the United King Dolls. I know. Dolls. Taste... I thought the taste was really nice to Lawrence, saying, like, don't worry, we'll get this. But at the same time, taste was also quite, like... She was like, come on, let's get this, we've got this. She was, like, a bit of, like, yeah. uh, She got the whip out, basically. She had the right... Nazi Louis Spence. She had the right level. <laughs> That's a fun joke. Use that again. <laughs> Do you not think that was a fun joke? <laughs> so, we have the rehearsals. They go all right. Lawrence is a bit shaky. Um, and... Banana drama look maybe a little basic... Um, but I think overall, Banana Drama looked better prepared. I yeah. Before going into the competition, but I think that's a classic like Drag Race fake out. Editing, yeah. Because we, me and you, Kat, both clearly thought the Banana Drama were going to do. I thought they were the camper ones, the more Eurovision ones. What did you think at this point, Ben? I don't think Banana Drama were really my vibe of like the queens I'm enjoying in the competition. So mm-hmm. part of me. Well, just I had thought a you'd be a... excited for Joe Black. I was excited for Joe Black, but then. I saw the choreography and I became less excited for Joe Black. Mm, that's true. And also, I was excited to see, like, the dancing more, like, I guess, Americanized, m- more like younger queens. Okay. You know, have a chance to actually show, like, their that skills, side and their skills, yeah. like the taste and a horror doing. It was like a chance to, like, 
get on the stage and just fling your body about. Do a death uh, drop, win the challenge. Yeah. And also another part of this challenge is also showing like your character in the lyrics. And I thought like, because Tate is just so charming and I do find horror just so funny. And Bimini just, she's just TV gold. It, oh, I was just shit. so excited to see like that translate into the challenge. Yeah. One thing that we should talk about is the recording process with M and E K. Oh, oh yeah. I love M and E K. M and E K is so shady. Yeah. Like they'll Queen will sing something and they'll be like, mm-hmm, okay. It's just the look like Um so M and E K was also there for this challenge for season one. And there were some very funny moments with that. I'm done! Drop me out. Where are my girls? <laughs> Cheryl was the lost member of the Frock Destroyers because Cheryl killed this challenge last Cheryl, year. absolutely. Okay, so the recording process, we had Joe Black desperately attempting to try and get the... Glenn Close with no cigar. Cigar. Or also, cigar. She is so small. Tiny. I didn't realise how tiny she was. Joe Black yeah. is the size... Maybe it's because she was next to Eddie Diamond who is literally a lumberjack. <laughs> But Joe Black is so Who's tiny. Big. <laughs> You're big. <laughs> but where did that failure to say cigar correct come from? It was like um I was rooting Kamora. for us. <laughs> I was rooting for us. Misery, why did you leave me all these years ago? I was rooting for us. Was that bad? She was saying everything but cigar. Yeah, that was when I... I don't even get the quote. When that edit came in, that was when I began to worry for Joe Black. We're just uncultured. Glenn Close But... So, like, Close But No Cigar is like a little phrase. Close But No Cigar? Yeah. Have you guys never heard that? No. It's like, you did your best, you almost got there, but you just didn't quite get the win. And that summed up Joe's performance in the episode. No, because she didn't even come close. Yeah, unfortunately. (laughs) Glenn Farr with No Cigar. Apart from on the runway, where she came very close, but we'll get into that. Is there anybody else recording that we need to talk about? Or just having an orgasm into the microphone. Yeah, go on then. Let's talk about that. A horror in the recording process. It was funny. It was. It was. Um, Sex sells. Yeah. I mean, that's the thing. They were like, oh, it's Eurovision. You can't just be sexy. But I don't know. It worked. The funny thing as well was Bimini trying to sing before she went back to the release the bass Bimini. She tried the singing first. (laughs) <laughs> Ding, tang, tong, sing. And it was awful. It was really bad. Her voice broke. Yeah. Um, so she made the correct decision because actually part of what made the United King Dolls one so good was having Bimini's rough voice. In the background. It, it was yeah. the diverse. You could Big hear it. Bag bog. You could sing, hear Sag song. You couldn't hear me over Dylan singing. UK, hun. You could hear like each of their. Sorry. You could hear each of them like as individual characters in the song. Yeah, they all had a good personality. I thought that um, it was very like Spice Girls in that way of like they all clearly have a very clear identity. In like Lawrence was way. Scottish, Horror was sexy, yeah. Taste was Taste, Bimini was Bimini. I feel like we're skirting round talking about the performances without actually talking about them. So should yeah, we should jump into in, the actual yeah. performance? Okay, so United King Dolls went first, yeah. and they killed it. They did. The choreography was there. The only thing I didn't like about United King Dolls was the delivery in the recording of Lawrence Cheney's verse. Yeah. It was just a bit like... Bland. Follow, it was just follow the bouncy ball. It was like... And she was trying to catch up with it a bit as well. With but... The Lawrence Cheney's up in the skeg. I thought that Lawrence Cheney, like, as always, same with the Rusical, managed to use the charisma that she has on stage and the stage presence that she naturally has to kind of add her character to it even if she didn't in the actual voiceover she can sell things do you want no, to I'm buying it 
Was there an overwhelming like standout Bimini? To any Bimini of you? Bimini. Yeah, I think Bimini with that. I've learned the choreography for Bimini's bit. Um, the choreography was good. The lyrics weren't just your usual drag race queen. Like, My um, name's Bimini. I'm here for the crown. I'm, I'm going to snatch it. Yeah. Girls. Call me yeah. mother. Yeah. Watch out. I'm re- I'm going to read you. Oh, when we were watching that, who says call me mother? Ahora. Ahora. Ahora, right. When she said that, I was like, how many times on Drag Race has that lyric been used? You can call me mother. Yeah, see, they, their, all their verses were good, but a bit generic, whereas Bimini actually did something different with the, I like it rough, but my lentil's tender. Gender bender, system offender. And yeah. it's it's system as in cis yeah, gender as C-I-S, well. Yeah, C-I-S, you tweeted yeah. that. I do think what I do find a bit, with these sort of challenges, I do think when you've got such a limited amount of word space, and you've only got probably about four, five, six lines... Do something that hasn't been done already, and that's what Bimini yeah. did. I want to see don't, you. Don't waste a line of the song where we could learn more about you as an audience, and on just like call me mother, snatching trophies. Yeah, snatching wigs. Like, like, to like Edinburgh. Instead, say I like it rough, but my lentils tender. That which is, is one the of the most genius line time. ever. Yeah, Bob Dylan could never. Stevie Wonder wishes. That's an Stevie example Wonder of why wishes. we love um, Reggie Wrote You because they're, they're not all like, I know it was the first one, but they're not all just like, I'm here to slay. We should talk about banana drama, I guess. Do we have to? Do we have to? <laughs> Unfortunately, Soon we do. Soon as I pull in the car, so see your mug goes from my th- <laughs> When they're prepping, when they're in the workroom, Joe mentions, I've got this little pink number and it's very basic. And all the like, outfits were based around that velvet dress. No, no, no. There was a premonition to that no, dress. No, they said we've all got pink, and Joe went, "I've got a little pink dress, but it's very basic." And they're all like, "Oh, we can do it up. We can, we can rhyme. We can make it look nice." They put a belt on and some disgusting combat boots and a finger wave wig. So the we'll, absolute blasphemy. We'll talk more about it later. It was bad. It was a bad look, but well, I the thing is, we the need a deeper was, dive into this. Okay, the issue was it made her look because she's so small. The dress style made her look boxy, and then with and them with boots, the boots, it just made her look like she'd legs been squashed. Legs were the size of my pinky finger. The actual performance, again, you said it before, like Butlins. I thought Tia Coffee did well. Her yeah. verse was really good. I don't. And and the judges. Well, to look, be fair, I actually think what Tia was wearing was one of the nicest things she's. Her wore. hair looked gorgeous. Yeah, I loved the wig. Yeah. I really like sister's dress. It was like shaped to her body type as well. I guess it was figure hugging. Yeah, but also like it like the dress cut off in a place where like it didn't make her look too long or like her body should not mm. look in proportion. Like. Yeah, sister, sister really sold it as well. Do you think? Yeah, yeah. The this judges really liked it as well. Secret. I think I think out the four, sister, sister did do the best. But let's face it, it's not. I think Tia did. Yeah. Her verse, her lyrics I, were sick. I don't, yeah. rem- I, I don't remember Tia's that much. All I know is that she rapped. I remember that she rapped well, but I don't remember any of the. She had some lyrics. good wordplay in there. Yeah. Um, so the, cl- the, the clear winner out of the two was United Kingdom. There was the weird bit versus... of banana drama with the thumbs up as well. I hate yeah. it because they kept that... doing it. Yeah. And then Joe just in that stupid dress, thinking they were killing the challenge, just like, oh, it made me cringe. <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry. Um, United Kingdom's definitely won it, and it's now in... I want to talk about... I watched UK Hun um, by the United Kingdom's, and I was like, oh, this is good. I enjoyed that. Snowfrock Destroyers, though. Has it gone bigger 
than the Frock Destroyers. It was number four in the charts. It was number one in the charts. No, it was number also, one on the iTunes also, chart, but in the actual official charts, it got to four. Has Drag Race UK just become bigger as well? Have people over lockdown been watching season one and now are up to date mm, and want to watch true. season two in time? My whole Twitter feed for a week has just been... Bing, bang, bong. Sing, sang, song. Ding, dang, dong. Bim, UK bom, bim, bom. Yeah, we... <laughs> bim, bom, bim, bom. The make... songwriter they hired. Oh, then I make a ging and a gong. With bim, with Big Bang Girl. <laughs> gong. <laughs> bim, bom, bim, bom. <laughs> uh, I could go and live up there with the gong. And I could gong the gong to make the bong and hum the bim, bom. And you, are you good at bonging, gongings? Then yes. let, let's see how good Let's see how good you are. Right? So you thought, no need to miss this if you can do this. Okay, off you go. Bim bom, bim bom. Bim bom, bim bom. Bim bom, bim bom. Bim bom, bim bom. Okay, I think we might as well just jump into the runways um, because what more do we have to say? So the runway theme is um, Day by the Seaside. The Day at the Seaside. Yeah, yeah. Day at oh, the I think seaside. it's a good runway idea yeah it's I good for like a british it. cast yeah. i think and Definitely. there's a lot you can do with it yeah absolutely what's everybody's favorite look Ooh, i liked bimini's same bimini's is my favorite i, I really like bimini's and i love tasting the horrors as well right. horror look gorgeous so let's let's jump into bimini's then if you guys want yeah. to talk about yeah, it yeah it was very like victorian vintage. woman by the seaside it's something you see she looks like a drawing and the way she's done her makeup is beautiful it looks and i loved the kind of um the mesh on the dress, the body through the, through this gorgeous gown, and then the blue lace. It's very feminine and masculine at the same time, and I loved it. And, and I, I agree, the makeup, the paint was I really, gorgeous. And I, I think clearly Bimini has really been practicing her makeup during lockdown because it has changed so much since the first episode. So in this seven month lockdown, like she's come back with a completely different face, physically, but physically, also and, just been puffed up with Botox. Uh, yeah, I agree with you guys. I like that one. It's Lovely not my look. favorite. What's I'm your gonna, favorite? I'm gonna throw us to my favorite. Um, which is Joe Black's. Really? That's my second favourite. Joe Black's is my absolute fave. It is so good. And when you see it as a still image as well, it also looks really good. Um, because it's, I don't know, it's just so It's really fun. clever. So so seaside as well. With the wind and the, the ticket necklace kind of flying about. Yeah. The structure on that is extremely impressive. And she did the makeup amazingly. And it was just really cool. Yeah, I love that look. And I think it was definitely the best look on the runway. Um, and the thing is, I um, wish she wasn't wearing black tights. No, I think they work with that. And I the, really the enjoyed tights. how it was almost like um, holding up a mirror to like the British experience of going to the seaside. And it's actually awful weather. But your mum's <laughs> still like, we're still going to get chips. We're still going to get an ice cream. We're having a good time. Don't make unnecessary journeys. Don't take risks on treacherous roads. And don't swim in the sea. Oh, when you've got a sandwich with sand in it. Yeah. Haven't you had one of them? No, I don't have sandwiches sand at the beach. I'm not a heathen. And I love the little details in Joe Black, like the ice cream cone in the wig. Yeah. Like I said, the ticket necklace, the, the... bits of chips stuck onto her dress. Genius. The... Yeah. And, um... The other best one that I think we have to talk about is a horror. Yeah, I loved it. It was beautiful. It, it was. Do you know what it was almost like? Do you remember Naomi Small's look for the book ball? For the book ball, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, like, I loved with this one the devil was, in the detail. Yeah. Sorry, you talk, it was like that with a few chips and ketchup thrown on. It was. It was beautiful. 
and I love the shoes. I love them shoes. The so earrings, much. everything. She had um, earrings that were little chip forks. Mm. She was carrying a bag that was a salt shaker. The ketchup on her head. The like splats of ketchup all over her. It was absolute genius. And in the battle of the bag of chips, easy winner. Oh, she won. The fact that she designed and made that herself is incredible. I wish she didn't have the chip fork because I do have a fear of those chip forks. Oh, the teeth on them. Ah, uh, no, I can't think about that. That's absolutely horrible. But really gorgeous. Yeah, yeah, it's it's an yeah. all, and it's the perfect. It's almost like Manila Luzon, perfect mix between camp high and fashion, fashion and cap and camp. And that's why I think if you compare it, we we have to mention the elephant in the room, which is the battle of the bag of chips. Much better. <laughs> Yeah, and it's obvious. Like sister, sisters. Like I loved sister, sister's makeup. And I loved her hair, and I loved the hat. But the rest of it just wasn't executed as well. Like the, all the ketchup was at the bottom in this weird blobby shiny. It, almost... it wasn't as polished. It was like fine. I didn't like the gloves. I liked the seagull hat, but I didn't like the shoes, and I didn't like the ketchup. Yeah, the seagull hat was a nice touch. The question: Did sister, sister make it herself? Do we know? I don't think no, so. I don't well, I'll check on Instagram so. now, actually. Let me just see. It'll be Outfit by. So outfit by at Horror. <laughs> <laughs> outfit by. No, she didn't make it. Okay. Um, so there you go. Uh, interesting little little fact. I've always got a little one of these. Tidbit. Um, Cher- yeah, a little tidbit. Cherry Valentine also had a windswept look. So we could have had two bat- battles, sorry, on. This oh, runway. and also, you know, Joe Black's wind like that. The look for this week's runway that Joe Black did. Yeah. That was originally for the Brighton hometown look. Yeah. And I she, know, she yeah. predicted that would be a hometown look. She got that made. And then when she got the list for the runways. If there was a battle of the windswept looks, Joe Black would have won. All right. Shall we go through the looks that we weren't impressed with then? Yeah. Um, should, we, um, should we quickly say which we thought the best look was? See what looks. Mine Least favourite I didn't like Kelly Diamonds. I didn't like Ellie Diamonds. I did like Ellie Diamonds. No, and it, we have it just weren't coffee. for me. It weren't for me. Ellie Diamonds was really cool and really well done. No, um, I just I just don't understand why she didn't wear gloves or something because she's got okay, she's yeah. covered head to toe and then with just her, her male hand just cr- like crawling out. Maybe the white she should have wore gloves, but that's not enough for me to dismiss the f- fact that she's turned her whole face into a seagull yeah I loved honestly like it was very camp new but you're about new because what happened was right was this thing happened what you didn't know nothing about shit I wouldn't even supposed to be anywhere even near them the Meredith key move was stirring it all up calling me all these things like about this thing what you didn't even know about and I saw um, I saw somebody do turning drag queens into cartoon characters from different TV shows yeah they made Ellie Diamond seagull like into a Bojack Horseman character oh, so it's like they're an actual seagull in a bikini it's really clever I loved the bikini I thought it was really campy and fun it's like and this is what Bob and Thorgy said on Purse First Impressions. Um, I don't want to sound like I'm stealing it from them, but where does the feathers end and the makeup start? You know what I mean? On that face. It's, I guess, it's, yeah. I think it's really good. I don't think it's one of the worst ones, definitely. Tears was rightfully Tears. slated. Yeah. Oh, God. That is just, awful. It's actually worse than something you'd buy out of Amazon. So, yeah, that's, that's something that, again... Um, Bob and Thorgy said, but I said it at the time when we were watching it, mm. is that actually looks like she's gone onto Amazon and she's typed in... Ice cream Halloween costume. Ice cream Halloween costume, and yeah. The whipped cream just... the Well, the whipped ice cream just looks like it's been like dropped on the floor and then picked up again. It, like, Hair it. and makeup, she does it beautiful. But she's beautiful. Right. Static! <laughs> With zero personality, <laughs> zero energy, <laughs> but she's beautiful. <laughs> Hello. It wasn't kind of enough. Uh, compared to all the other looks on the stage, it was obviously the 
runt of the litter. I think it's a very and British thing TSA to joke about it when you're doing badly. Tia Coffee did. She needs to step the looks of Otherwise, it's the end of the road for Miss Coffee. Yeah. And I hope it's not because I adore her. I think she's so charismatic. I'm sort of like... The, the thing is, when she was first walking down the runway, a few did, she was able to like charm me and like joke it off. And, and now she hasn't really pulled anything and then, good. Well, we we have the U- United King Dolls win. Yeah, the United King Dolls won. They won the challenge. All got, oh, got a badge. I sort of. What do we think about that? It should have been right. Bimini. I right. think Bim- if there was a winner, but then if I there think was all a- the Frog Destroyers win a badge. Yeah, yeah but, but I think. That, but I thought that was just because they were all so good. They were all so good. Yeah. At this time, I don't think it was quite applicable. I think the only reason that they really gave this to all four of them is because... So Lawrence Cheney wouldn't have an obvious no, lead. Yeah, it's because Veronica and... Astina are both gone. And Astina have both gone. There's they no need wins. to make up some more potential competitors for the crown. Secret plan. Revenge on my mind. Secret plan. Yeah. I agree. But I think if there was one solo winner for this challenge, it would be Bibni Bamboolash. Release the beast. Indeed. The banana drama all get kept on stage for critiques. And all got ripped to shreds. Yeah, so Michelle says, I could have bought that pink dress off the rack at Primark. Joe Black goes, H&M, and laughs about Rupal's it. RuPaul's face was like, You're a fake-ass bitch. I don't f-ing like you, and you shouldn't even be here. Your ass should have been kicked off a long time ago when you sat there and were breaking rules. You don't deserve to be here. The dress seems like the least of the worries they should be having. Like, I think Ellie Diamond's outfit was worse in the main challenge and she didn't get roasted for it. Yeah, it was actually I, disgusting. I think, if we're honest, um, it was a little insensitive, the rant. Um, to the just times. Because, because, like, they seemed to have this expectation that all the queens would go away and would really step things up they weren't during working. these seven months. And well, then Cherry but, was working, but she was well, working on the bloody that, front no, lines. No, that's what I mean. Like, so that seven months wasn't... I mean, yeah, they had time to improve some things. And, like, you should. You should improve a few things. It was so things. tough for everyone. But that Getting seven months it alone was not about... Work, 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 work. It was about surviving. Drag race, drag race, drag race. It was yeah. surviving. They survived. And that's, that's what the Queens in Lockdown episode showed, was that for a lot of them, their focus was just surviving. But and I don't know. I, I did, I I did feel almost... it was a bit insensitive. I mean, I did love it. I was like... It was great television. Great, television. great television. I felt like I was being told off by teacher. But the one, the one side I, I could see is RuPaul has just come float like waited seven months so isolated isolated for two weeks for this all just to see some like h&m horrible colored pink velvet dress yeah but that was yeah i don't know it was just a challenge like i think he really i think he really got his point across when he just went don't waste my time yeah Uh, yeah i mean it's it's a mixed one isn't it what's good is that joe took it well yeah in all the interviews since joe is not like we're shocked. Joe is not like, oh, that was horrible. That was... All that Joe Black has said since is, I just don't know how that dress could evoke so much emotion in yeah. one person. I mean, yeah. I mean, it's all turned out well for Joe Black. He's got a bit of a deal with H&M now. Yeah. Yeah, literally. Yeah. Again, what this series does produce is iconic moments. Yeah. It's, every episode yeah. has a moment when you almost grip to the seat or you have to be like, what just happened? Yeah. And that, and also, we're talking about like Bing Bang Bong having all the memes, or UK Hun as it's called. It's Bing Bang Bong in my mind. But um, this, I don't want any H&M. That's been memed everywhere. Yeah. H&M been getting a lot of traction. Honestly, H&M are there, like, cashing in these checks. I've been seeing... Drag- Ru- RuPaul has saved H&M from going into liquidation. <laughs> I've, I've been seeing Drag Race UK memes from football accounts on Twitter. That's so funny. And that is the reach of this series that it's had. That's mad. Yeah. Um, 
like a Leicester City tweet about Drag Race with like a horror. Well, it's a really powerful franchise now. Yeah, yeah. it's, it's very it, powerful. It's got you, a lot of pop culture influence. If you think about it, I, I mean, I saw um, an MP in Australia debating Drag Race. Yes, after I saw lo- that. after losing it to New Zealanders, like it being like you know, uh, uh, yeah, it's now being moved to New Zealand. What? Is it going to be a New Zealand drag race? No, it's going to be um, down under, so a mix of New Zealand and Australia. Ah, that's sick. Drag race down under. The thing is, what it shows having this going on at the same time as a US season yeah. is that right now, they just don't compare. No. This mm. is... The, I no mean, that, that H&M moment was questionable as you want, but it was amazing TV, and this whole yeah. series is just mental. Twists and turns. It's just mental, and it's just so much more entertaining than US yeah like this US series I'm not even really paying attention to it's sort of on in the background for me I'm enjoying it but like because UK is what I'm invested in yeah I agree well, like it's on tomorrow and I'm just going to like oh, I'll stick that on whenever stand yeah, tomorrow whereas, well, as, to, as soon as it turns 7 o'clock, seven o'clock it's Drag Race UK time in the laptop on the big telly where it's normally Drag Race US sort of half arse on the sofa with and a the hangover and evening what's happening out all day yeah. there was only two good things about this US season so far that was Tamisha who's gone and Simone's wig collection. Yeah, literally. And Simone's legs. And Simone's body, oddy, oh, oddy. And Denali's lip sync. Yeah. Oh, oh my yeah. god. Just Simone and Denali is 100%. all there is to watch the US for Pure at the minute. Love. It's so good. Do we agree with the bottom two? It was Tia and Jay Black. Jay Black. Yeah, I mean who else could you have put there? The only other person for me that could have potentially gone there is Ellie Diamond. Ellie Diamond. Because I actually thought what she was wearing was actually more disgusting than what Joe Blatt was wearing. Literally, that skirt and... Well, yeah, that's true. And also, Veronica got saved the week... Well, the seven months before, but the week before. um, (laughs) For her runway. For her runway. Joe Blatt had the best runway, obviously debatable. And we're still in the bottom two. And we're still in the bottom two. Do we think that the runway and the challenge should be 50-50? No. Because the runway is literally designers doing it for them. No, but I think that's the case with American in the with the American one. So you think there should be more on runway in the UK? Oh my god, I've got deja vu. Why? We've had this conversation. We've had this conversation. We've had this we? exact conversation. <laughs> <laughs> Always fresh content on this podcast. Because there, there, there have been queens that have probably won the challenge because deja they- vu. Oh yeah, they're, they're- good. That was so loud. <laughs> Right. There, there has probably been queens that have maybe been neck and neck with another queen, or maybe you've even done and worse. Saved than the other, and the runway has won them the challenge more than the yeah. more than the challenge itself. Yeah. So, I almost like I th- I think with the US one, I almost put less value on the runways because they've all been made for for them for the most part. Mm. Whereas in the UK, there's less resources like that. There's less spending going on to costumes in this country there's less emphasis on the look so i almost i'm impressed when you've got queens like a horror designing something and making those and make it themselves really you're right we're almost done should we just talk about the lipstick yeah so ultimately sorry i was really waffling then no, joe, i just feel really sick all of a sudden joe black and tia isn't too them. much of a disagreeable bottom two um it's just a shame it feels like joe black didn't get to show everything but or anything the lip sync- or i don't think i think with joe black i think joe black is a really amazing drag queen not a great rue girl yeah and i and when the lip sync started queens. you could see that joe black didn't really care by that point yeah because um, tia sold it yeah. again tia's a good lip syncer lips is is tia it, a lip sync assassin no she does the drop to the floor thing and everyone's I, like uh. 
<laughs> yeah. yeah, I'm like, no, really. I didn't enjoy this lip sync. Oh, uh, I didn't really. I didn't remember what song it was. I, I just remember her pulling up her little eye cone yeah, scare. Yeah, I didn't like, like that that much. Why are you doing that? Because <laughs> she can't bloody really move it. Put it back down. <laughs> so, I don't know. Black? Yeah, uh, the thing is that Joe Black has also said since in interviews is the returning queen never, never, wins. never wins. Never wins. And they would have felt bad if somebody else... Had gone home and said. Yeah. I think when you are a returning queen, your mindset just has to be get as much airtime as I can, get as many Instagram followers and maybe a few gigs booked in after. Yeah, and do I something and a bit iconic. Think, and I don't think Joe Black particularly thinks that way. So I think Joe was just like, uh, I'm back here, right. I'm, I'm, I'm gone. Um it's shown at the end when she helps Tia up after Tia throws herself with the death drop. And it's just like, yeah, she knows. Yeah. It's sad. I, I feel like Joe Black wasn't understood by the judges. Yeah, I, I agree. I think I would have probably preferred Tia to go. Really? Yeah, just because I feel like oh, Tia's shown everything she can now. Yeah. I'm a, I'm a bit bored. I actually like Tia, but I agree. Because I really like Joe Black. Like we've we've seen her in the musical challenge. That's what she does. She did well. She didn't win, and her runways have not improved. It's just. So- I just think I'd also think I think Joe Black would have bombed Snatch Game. It's- Do you think? I think Joe no, Joe Black would have done not. someone really obscure, like a, like a 1920s Hollywood well, star. Well, like Little Edie. Anyway, we'll talk Snatch Game. <laughs> On the next episode. Yeah, because next episode is the Snatch Game. Bow, 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 bow. Good that Ginny won't be there, Sue Silla. You're right, Chuck. You're right, Chuck. Hello, Chuck. Are you alright? I'm from Scotty Rose and I used to do Ringo's Mad It's me, Silla Black. But. I mean, in summary... I've shagged all the Beatles. <laughs> <laughs> Shall we wrap this up? Yeah. In summary, it was a mental episode. Mental episode. Twists and turns all over the shop. My, my life Iconic, summary. two iconic moments in one episode. I think the way I would sum up this episode of RuPaul's Drag Race UK... ...is in nine words. Go on. Bing. Bing, bang, bong. Sing, sang, song. Ding, dang, dong. I lied, it's 11 words. No, 12 11. Let's just end it there. I've got, I've got five words for it, which is cheek, nerve, audacity, gall, and gumption. Cheek, nerve, audacity, gall, and the gumption, darling. Right. Yeah. This has been The Tuck Shop. We'll be back with another episode for Snatch Game. Follow us on our Instagram at, at um, the, the Tuck, Tuck Shop, Shop underscore podcast. Exactly. There we go. Um, and yeah, thanks for listening. Thank guys. you very much. Bye. See you later.